Personalization, it's the new buzzword in digital commerce. Imagine a future where the products and services you buy are made just for you and the price you pay is customized for what you and you alone are willing to pay. Well, that future might be here sooner than you think. In this edition of Commerce Code, personalization, the new data science driving the future of commerce. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco. This is Commerce Code, brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. It's great to be with you. We have all had that experience of shopping for a pair of sneakers or shoes and saying to yourself, I really like these sneakers, but the color, eh, it's just off. So I won't buy these. I'll keep looking. Or another common experience, I really like these sneakers, but not for 150 bucks. Maybe for $75 I would buy them, so for now, I'm going to pass. Well, retailers and brands are all clamoring to fix that broken shopping experience. Why not use data to predict the goods people want to buy and even customize the price to what a specific person is willing to pay? That's called personalization. It's effectively one-to-one -one marketing matching every good and service with the exact consumer who wants it. And until now, it's been very difficult to do because of the logistics involved. Just think about the supply chain, getting the right goods to the right stores, in the right warehouses, etc., etc., etc. Well, that all changed when the pandemic hit in 2020. All of a sudden, more trade than ever before was being done online instead of in person. In addition to that, most of those transactions, those purchases and sales, were done electronically. So more data than ever before was being harvested. Companies like the one on the show today are harvesting all of that treasure trove of data and building algorithms to personalize commerce. And this data-driven personalization technology, well, that may very well be the future of digital commerce. Affinity Solutions is a data and analytics company focused on personalization. Jonathan Silver is the CEO and founder, and we speak with him about the future of data and personalization. Good morning, Jonathan. How are you? I'm well, Silvio. How have you been? I've been doing great. Speaking to you from sunny San Francisco. And where are you today? I am at my sister's home in Wacabuck, New York, which is close to other towns like Bedford and Pound Ridge. Great to speak with you today. And today, merchants want more access to data than ever before. How is consumer data and access to that data changing the way merchants sell to consumers? Yeah, great question, Silvio. You know, it's interesting, over the course of the last 14 months since COVID hit, it's put a massive spotlight on the need for merchants to have access to consumer behavior outside their own businesses, outside the four walls of their brick and mortar stores, outside their own websites. And the need for that information is well beyond just for marketing. It's Understanding their customer behavior is important to understand what products to sell, how they should be priced, supply chain, 
where to open stores, and of course, marketing and customer experience. Over the last 14 months, a massive spotlight on what we've always believed, that businesses need that near real-time access to consumer data for use across the enterprise. We recently introduced a platform called Panorama. Uh, the word Panorama means a broad view of the consumer activity so that businesses can get access to that information in a privacy-controlled way so they can make better decisions across the enterprise. One of the great things about data is it can describe how we behave as consumers when we shop. And if I think about the last year, in my behavior, almost everything has changed. You know, the way I do meetings with clients, the way I don't drop my kids off at school in the morning, um, they're getting on Zoom. Even the way I shop, a much larger proportion of the spending in in my home has gone to uh, e-commerce and mobile commerce and not face-to-face. As you look at that panorama of data that you have, what do you think is the most common consumer behavior trend that has developed in the past year? Obviously, as we're all home, you know, we're seeing consumer spending through e-commerce obviously has grown substantially, but it's not just e-commerce. It's a lot of hybrid spending behavior. So buying online, pick up in store, drive through, home delivery of food. So all those for sure. What we noticed is that starting, let's say, April, May, June, when everyone was kind of reeling from the pandemic, the most successful companies initially were those who changed their operating model to show empathy to their customers and prospective customers. And what I mean by that is, you know, a need, the need for consumer safety. So for example, in the pizza category, we saw they were always doing home delivery, but a number of them started to change it so that no human hands would ever touch the pizza from beginning to end. And you could order the food for delivery to the front door, the side door, the back door. AT&T changed a lot of their operating model, not just the ads to show, you know, that they're aware of the consumer concerns, but their entire operating model. As time went on, what we saw was businesses that changed to become much more data focused so that they started to develop more personalized experiences for customers. I think that as we look forward, we're going to see a massive trend towards personalization. I think we're just beginning that process. But clearly what we've seen over the last year is all of us, as we've been at home, have changed our behavior so it's become much more habitual that uh, consumers are buying online in one form or another. Now, there have been all sorts of predictions about consumer behavior trends that changed during the pandemic that are going to continue. One of the ones that I can think of is everybody said, we stopped traveling during the pandemic and people aren't going to travel by air very much again. It'll never be the same. That turns out really not to be true. I mean, for example, from my office parking lot, I can actually see the runway at San Francisco airport. And every day there are more and more planes taking off and flying. And what is your prediction about a consumer behavior trend that started in the pandemic, but is actually going to continue? Yeah, I mean, certainly you're going to see online spending since consumers, they do it one time, it's a novelty, two, it's interesting, three times or more, it's a habit. And I think that habit will stick. People will continue buying online. And these hybrid experiences, like I described earlier, buying online, pick up in store, home delivery, et cetera, I think will be a behavior that will persist. I mentioned earlier that there's this renaissance of personalized experiences, and we're seeing some beginnings of that where you'll be able to walk into Home Depot and you'll get greeted by my name and you'll get recommendation of products that are incredibly accurate to align with your interests and, and needs. Back in January of 2020 at CES, the CEO of the Delta Airlines, Ed Bastian, was on stage as the first keynote, and he talked about a technology that they were just about to introduce. And it was a, an experience where Jonathan Silver and 
Silvio Tavares can both be standing in front of the same billboard. Silvio seeing only things that relate to his flight. Jonathan Silver is looking at the same billboard and is seeing only things that relate to me. Neither of us are seeing anything related to the other and we're not wearing special glasses. But that idea, that technology where the store becomes personalized is gonna become a reality in the retail world as we look forward. Really uh, interesting insight. On that theme of personalization, if we look back over the last decade of especially e-commerce, the way we have done personalization has been rather clumsy. We're all familiar with those, you know, you go to a website to look at a pair of running shoes and then that ad gets retargeted. So when you're on your Wall Street Journal or New York Times page, you're constantly seeing ads about running shoes. It's clumsy and it, often the data is collected without the consumer's understanding or even consent. And in many ways, it feels creepy, right? And Apple and Google, as a result, have moved to discontinue ad tracking across websites. How will that personalization, the next generation of personalization for digital commerce and advertising, how will that work in a world where, you know, Apple and Google are really moving away from third-party cookie tracking data and persistent device IDs? The decision that Google made to deprecate cookies and that Apple made to require consumer consent before their identity for tracking will be released obviously came out of a lot of the changes in privacy regulations. Right now, there's a massive rush to develop alternative identity frameworks. The reality is, ultimately, it's the consumer that's going to be the one to give the permission. And I think what's lacking in a lot of these alternative identity frameworks is the carrot that the consumer would need the incentive to say, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, release my data so that I can be tracked. And I don't know that just relevant ads is enough. So I think there's, there's this rush to identity frameworks. We believe our Panorama platform can be an alternative identity framework to deliver on that. And we have not only lots of purchase information from 90 million consumers across the U.S., but we connect to a lot of other types of data, location data, SKU level data, social data that we can bring to bear so we can build that panoramic view of a consumer activity. And so I, I think the trend will be more towards those types of solutions where the consumer will be willing and interested in releasing access to their information in exchange for something of value. Tell me a little bit about Affinity Solutions. It's just a, such a great name. Tell me what your company does. So we pioneered card-linked offers for financial institutions once upon a time back in 2006. At the time, we were building rewards programs that were geared to different life stages and lifestyles, as some people would call affinities. We had rewards programs for families and college students and seniors. And then we really got focused on card-linked offers, which we pioneered then. And then over the years, we grew that business to about 3,000 plus financial institutions. And about five or six years ago, we realized that there was so much more we could offer the retailer community beyond just participation in card link offers, if only we could get our bank partners to allow us to create insights and marketing solutions using anonymized and aggregated data. And so we did that and we built out a set of marketing and insight solutions that we offer today to many of the leading consulting firms. We provide a derived modeled marketing solutions and we deliver advertising solutions into the ad tech community. So Affinity has really built out a platform for data enabled insights and marketing solutions that we deliver to the retail community through partners like those that I mentioned. Fascinating. Well, thank you, Jonathan. Your company is an insight and data analytics company, and you shared some great insights with us today. Really, thank you for being on the show. My pleasure, and I appreciate you having me. That's Jonathan Silver, the CEO and founder of Affinity Solutions, talking to us from New York. 
Coming right up, some closing thoughts on the future of personalization. It is fair to say that every person has an innate sense that they matter, that they're unique. But somehow, through the way commerce has been practiced, some big brands have convinced us that is not so, that one size really does fit all. As we've learned on the show today, the pendulum is finally swinging to a world where customization and personalization is the rule rather than the exception. And that might be a very good thing indeed. If you want to learn more about the latest trends in digital personalization, check out our website, www.digcomall.org. That's www.digcomall.org. For the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off. <laughs>